What do you mean, you people? It's on it too. I, I picture like the first two Adam Sandler CDs. It's like song skit, song skit, song skit. Yeah. Actually, one of the upgrades um, to the studios because we, the studios right underneath all the instruments is running XLRs through the wall because that's a mechanical room behind here. So I can just do it. I don't have to get through the wall. I can just literally drop it through and I can run all the instruments and mics from up there to be controlled down here. Running MIDI sequencers is me literally moving the keyboards down here. The problem is, is I just don't have the space. workflow. Like, I'd have to reassign the space pretty ridiculously to turn this into a music studio. Can it be done? Absolutely. But will you do it? I, eventually, that's that was actually one of the plans. James, eventually, it could be three lifetimes from now. Will you Maybe. do it? It might be. Will you do it by by summer of next year? Ah, uh, that'd be. I could run the XLRs, but turning this into a music. So no. What if we just needed to be tough. able to record vocals and get it reason to make like samples, like make our own beats or whatever? Requires nothing different than we have already. That's all I need. I don't know how to play a fucking instrument. <laughs> you don't have. No, to. you don't have to. It's what, just you just being able. You know, whatever you want. What I love about working with sequencers is you just like okay, this is the sound, and then you can kind of just. I always used to just play on the keyboard and be like, that's kind of cool, like four beat, like four note thing. Like that sounds cool. And then you just kind of build off of that. That's what most of these guys do. None of them come in with like a classical music degree and be like, yeah. I've written it all on paper before I can play it. Like, no, for know, you sure. sit there and you fiddle around, you find something cool yeah. and be like, that's dude, that's, let's start with that. It's very rare where you find someone that makes a beat from scratch. Everything is... That's why everything is sampled off everything else. Everything is that beat with somebody. Oh, that'd be cool if I do this and that. So it's just off of this other thing. <laughs> it is odd when you're like you're in the car like, listening to the radio and you hear a song and you're like, wait, this is from a yeah. Yeah, it's a beat under yeah. that beat. You're like, oh, I know this song. This yeah. is. There's nothing better than listening to like I, on XM. You hear it a lot, and sometimes you get into the the weeds like. Sometimes on public radio, you hear like old jazz standards or old R&B, like obscure shit. And you'd be like, fuck out of here. That's where that beat came from. And it Dude, was like off of some hip hop, not even like a hit, but just like a song. You'd be like, oh, that's that. It's funny how many um, like black people talk about how much stuff white people stole from them. But a lot of the music, like the R&B shit, the rap shit comes from like rock and roll, old bluegrass Oh, like, yeah. like uh, I remember a song called Daydreaming that I think it was, uh, who sent Lauren Hill? Somebody. But then it's like some old ass, like 50s band. I just came across this song and I'm like, this is where this song came from? And it's like an old, like, I don't even know what to classify this band as. It was some white hippie dudes, long hair, instruments, just. Can we discuss while it was good, the first Fuji's album was basically a cover album? Like, they had, like, three original songs. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what you're finding out. Like, a lot of these songs are, like, they're covers of other stuff. And you're like, it's so far removed from the culture and the, and the year yeah. that you just don't even know it. So you just come across it. And, you know, I'm like, oh, okay. All right, I get it. A lot of stuff, man. A lot of beats. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what really brought that to my attention was Tribe Called Quest. Never really got into them. That's what really? oh, I recommend. Right. Tribe Called Quest. I just, man. dude, I just came across them today because now I'm getting into more. Because I, I can't do it. I can't listen to booty booty fuck fuck 
kill kill rap no more, dude. <laughs> dude, it do something yeah. to me. I feel the energy from dude, it now. Like tribes legit. I, I ju- I'm just getting into that type of rap. Like yeah. I just got the mind for that, and I just came across some tribe today. But I I was listening to J Electronica. Okay. Yay, Nick. Yay is the fuck you. But <laughs> dude, I'm telling you that that gospel CD, dude. That shit jamming. That shit so jamming. I was listening to it. I didn't even know I was the gospel the CD. Well, that's, a, you know, that's funny because, like, one of my, I remember in high school, one of my favorite rock songs was the Toadies, uh, the hell is it called? Possum King, Kingdom. Possum Kingdom. Yeah, 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 but yeah. It, like, had a real cool song. It was, like, in a cool, like, four four six eight time rotating time signature. Everything about it was cool. And then you find out it was, like, super God rock. Mm-hmm. But I was, like. It was just good fucking songs. Like wasn't, I didn't really think about it. It was years later. Wasn't Creed like a Christian? Yeah, oh, yeah. Creed is definitely. I, I love. I love Creed, man. Okay, your mic's getting turned on. Why do y'all? Well, no, 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 no. Why is it? Why do y'all not like Creed? Because I've seen white people. I don't not like Creed. Why? I, mean, I don't understand. I'm from a different culture. Explain. I me. I liked. Okay, as a guy who likes shit rock. Uh, <laughs> Wait, no. See, you just shitted on him. No, I. I, I call this shit rock. He like I like shit rock. No, no, no. It's a genre. Of rock, oh, yeah. like you like rock has so many subgenres that I'm, you don't I'm understand. No, yeah. I'm finding out, though. but like I'm talking like radio rock type of, type of shit. I uh, I didn't mind Creed. I didn't. Their, their arms wide open song was a little too much. I mean, they played I like it all. <laughs> well, they played all Six the fucking feet? time. Yeah, oh, I love it. Yeah, so you have to understand arms wide yeah. open. Like when we all heard it the first time, we we're like, yeah, it's a solid it's song. And big. then it was literally you heard it eight times an hour on every radio because this is long before streaming yeah but there's a couple there was a great creed song the fuck it goes up there for me i wish i could remember the name if it's that great you'd remember it no it it wasn't i can remember the beat and like the music but it was it was a solid like it reminded me of deftones a little like it was uh, great but let me let me go on bill oh uh when Creed came out and was everywhere, I was already listening to like real metal. <laughs> so what? And I was like, oh, this is, is some. Wait, is Creed metal? Or is it rock? Or is that it's, rock? It's some kind of it's pansy rock. rock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the like pansy rock is pretty far from the spectrum to what I was listening <laughs> to. Rock. Yeah, yeah, metal uh, is like I I feel like, and I feel like with a lot of the. Black Dude. people I've ever worked with, they're like, "You want to keep peop- you want to keep black people away from you? Play fucking death metal." And I was like, De- "Really? This what?" Is- so I did a show. I didn't know what scream metal was. I thought scream metal was heavy metal because I just didn't know. I just thought it was just okay. You just call it something different, but it's ultimately heavy metal. I've heard heavy metal that I've I can vibe with. I'll do it. So I was, I was doing comedy there, right? I get there. It's motherfuckers dressed as demons. It's motherfuckers with spikes. It's just, I'm like, what the fuck, right? And they just literally would just, they would scream. But, and the li- people would literally be like on the speakers like this, just, and I'm just like, this fuck crazy. But I heard the rhythmic undertone to what they was doing, and I'm like, this is just meth. This is musical meth. <laughs> I'm going to pause you there, because you didn't get to finish your point before we all jumped over. Oh, my bad. Oh, uh, I, yeah. I just I was already listening to something so much heavier that I just like I didn't yeah. even bother with shit on the radio. And to your point, you're a hundred percent right. There is actually <laughs> a lot of uh, correlation with using like scream rock, black metal, mm-hmm. um, m- 
a lot of the oh death that metal. Norwegian black metal, right, dude? So much crazy history with that shit. Yes, Be- there is. Because you know what I found out? All of these people that was there. Because this is because what I'm learning about is frequency is very particular to a lot of things, and it's just a it's it's a frequency. It's just a different frequency for different people. So, but I met these people, and they were the complete opposite. They were teachers. They were librarians. They were these motherfucking. You know what I'm saying? Researchers, and they're just, you talk to them like, oh, yes, my name is. And I'm like, what the fuck? But you're just like a goddamn demon. To your vibration point, mm-hmm. is a lot of people look at that type of metal because of whatever it is, helps a certain kind of brain function mm-hmm. in meditation. It is a kind of induced meditation. Yeah. You talk about it being meth. That's not entirely wrong. It changes the chemical nature just listening to it and experiencing it, especially when you see that shit live yeah. and it fucking like flows through it, like yeah. changes oh, your because muscles when you hear shit like you that. You got to see Guar live sometimes. Yes. <laughs> I would go to, with you to see Guar. Wasn't Guar. O- didn't Odorous Can die? You? Oh, I forgot he did. Are they still doing anything? Like, they didn't replace him? It was Guar. Guar is right. literally the most bonkers thing. I got introduced to them in high school. My, the, I, the, I was the backup goalie for this dude, and we used to always hang together, and he played fucking Guar all the time. So Guar, just as a CD, eh, but as a, like a visual spectacle, one of the craziest things you will ever experience. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do like that type of stuff. I've been trying to get to one of those type of like musical things where it's like also... Like it's an event too. Yeah, they had one at like the planetarium. Watch this shit. This is Guar. <laughs> and this is about what their live shows were like timidly. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is a toned down live show. Yeah, this there is- are other ones they'd have like fucking alien babies being born on stage. Yeah, like, people getting like crucified and shit. Like all sorts yeah. of crazy. I shit. saw Guar once when I was in my late teens, and it. Literally was the most bizarre stage show I've ever seen in my life. Well, you know what I'm, I'm what I'm learning to do is to to this is what I've learned. When you set your mind up to where you just don't like something, what you don't what you don't what you're doing is you're literally setting up a defense in your body to physically react negatively to something. So if you go into something with no predetermined ideas of it and just literally open up your mind to it, it it's a feeling you just get. And you may not like that feeling, and you're like, okay, I don't like this. But if you go in with this built-up immunity to what you're already going in, like people's like, I don't like country music. So every country music song you you hear, you're not going to like. But if you open up to it and you're like, well, I'm going to listen to music, I'm going to listen to beat, then you can kind of grasp. Because it's not about, it, it's, it's like, I don't know what people don't like. It's like, I'll listen to like what they're, what are you saying in the song? And like I always like uh, beat country beats, country beats. I like country beats. I like I like them. Oh, my problem with country music is that basically it's just really slow punk music. Yeah, but and I think, for my preference, I'd rather just listen to punk music. That's I don't a very interesting statement. But I've never heard that said before. Think about it. It's uh, all no, about like, being heartbroken. It's all about being poor. That's it's R&B. all a simple three three that's, beat. That's all. Yeah, R&B. man. That's why I'm saying I don't understand why if black people actually wasn't so silly and they just opened themselves the country. I'm like, nigga, that's that's R and B. Didn't what's his face do that? Fucking yes. Billy Ray Cyrus, the fuck was his name? Little fucking Nas X or something? Little Nas, Nas X. X. Yeah, yeah, but that was hip hop. But literally, like all country music is is R and B with some banjos. God damn it, <laughs> that's all it is. They talking about the same thing. Tell about my woman love. I'm broke. I'm poor. Yeah. Is that the other? It's like I want you to come back. I love you to the stars. And well, I love my dog. I love you. Love everything. You hate everything. 
I think that because I'm not a huge country fan, and there's a like a lot of old country that I really like. Like old, like Dolly Parton is an earlier. I can get down with most of it. Yeah. You know, like the Merle Haggards love Johnny Cash. Like honestly, like even his heavy heavy country stuff, I can get down. But there's a there's a point where it got like from like 1982 until now where literally country music is all the musical elements that you're talking about with just whoever has the best voice with a twang and it has yeah. to have it, a twang but that's and what that happens. bugs the shit out of me is just like be, in order to be the rest of, if you took the voice out of it and just played the music you'd be like that's a cool song this but is then what he, happens oh, though I got, yeah. what happens is you have these people they're the originators of whatever they are but then what happens is somebody goes above the pack so then that's the person to be so that's who everybody that's who everybody's looking for that's who producers are looking for that's who people that make people oh this person was famous so we're going to make that person you keep trying to make that person and then if you're a person that's unique you have to be self-made and then they buy who you are and then they market who you are and then they try to make another one of you and if they can't make another if, if you don't buy into the contract they'll smother you and then make a you without you being you in country? In every genre yeah. of music. That's C- just the business. C- country is a very interesting because it's it's like almost old Motown where it's it like used you're to be either Motown, Motown. used to be Motown. But country it, is literally that. Like dude, if you want to be called country, you have I'm, to be I'm telling with you, one dude, of these Because now country, country is mixed with hip hop now. Country and pop is... is, is, is They're the same thing. You can't even tell the difference now. Because now it's a popularity contest. It's not about this. Well, well you uh, let me let me, let me not, not say wrong. that. Let me not say that. Let me not say that. It's the people that reach those mega heights. You always have that good music on a low level. You got to go find it. That's the thing about people. People want all the good music presented to them. You're not. You're getting the popular music presented to you. You have to go find that good music. There's a lot of good music out here. That's what I'm learning, and that's why I just kind of go and I just find people that's talking about things I want to talk about, and then I let the algorithm connect me to other people. You and know, like okay. You know who's good? If you want to go down that hole, uh, Michael's really good. Like she's found a couple. I'll, I'll be a country artist recently, where I'm just like, all right, yeah, that's that's I mean, school, that's a fucking banger. Right old school country is great, like Waylon yeah. Jennings and all that shit. But this is like new yeah. shit. I wish I could remember the I, guys. I like Shaky Graves. Look up Shaky Graves. I like a lot of new shit. He's like heavy blues influenced. Well, I'm down for that. I but, like that. But this is the thing, though. New music is made for you to like. Unique people make music that they like, and then they attract who likes what they like, and that's how you make a unique person. But there, when you see popular music, it's made for you to like it. Why? Why? Why aren't you helping me, computer? I thought you were asking me. I was like, I'm sorry, James. What can I do better? I tell people, you don't like country. You're, if you're a music fan, you like all music. You just come across some shit you don't like. But like I said, if you go into it with a predisposed idea that I don't like this whole genre of music, then of course you're not going to like it because you don't want to like it. I just picked a random Shaky Grave song. Oh, word. I don't know any of them by name. I just recently got exposed But that to. right there, that, that gave me a beat I can pop to right there. Yeah. This is a one-man band. It's legit. Oh, I got a buddy that does this, man. And looping, that shit dope. No, he's one man no, band. He's, he's literally not looping. He's, he's playing, playing the, the drum and he's playing the guitar. Yeah, there's no tech here. Oh, okay. And I agree. I've seen those people that the like looping. put together a beat in real time. And 
I dig the shit out Isn't of that. I seen a dude that do it, did it with all African horns. It was fucking amazing. Isn't man. that what fucking Trent Reznor basically did? Hmm. I don't know. I honestly I don't think know. The first Nine Inch Nails album was like all he made it like all he did play the drums. He played the fucking yeah. Oh band. yeah, most Nine yeah. Inch Nails he does it all. But when he goes live, yeah, he, he has people. Yeah. It's got a bit of a, like a Kings of Leon sound. I like the dissonance in his guitar. The fact that he's playing with sevenths, I kind of dig that shit because it creates a. I'd also little... like to point out how good your coordination and mental concentration has to be to do all of that with that many body parts simultaneously and sing and sing. Yeah. To actually make a, a coherent song. Fucking impressive, right? It's yeah. very. Impressive. Have you seen those guys that play like? Guitar and percussion, like on the same instrument. I don't even know what you're talking about. Nope. Yeah, I'm not familiar. Either. Oh, like the acoustic guy, where like he slaps the body and shit. His name. Oh. It is a guy like he'll he'll have an a, a, a acoustic guitar, and he'll play the guitar, but he also he'll slap the guitar body for that sound. But he, like he keeps on going. I've seen this before. My brother nope. was like big into the dude. I can't remember the guy's name now. I don't know if I want to talk about this now. I'll wait till we get on camera. We're on this, camera. We are? Yeah, what's up? Oh, this Hold gonna, on. This, this is going to take I a whole different turn. I'll wait. I'll wait. This yeah, like this, a is, this is a good example because it's... Yeah. So let me Oh, yeah, make forward. one big because I can't see shit. Wait. What is that? Is, is, it, is that something different down at the bottom? Oh, look at him. He took when we used to be in school, used to be in the cafeteria, used to do that on the table. Yes, but he's also playing the song with his other hand. I know, but you you used to have a a nickel in your hand. Oh, hell yeah. And you had the other hand. That's the same same thing. He just did it on the guitar. (laughs) Ah, look at that shit. But that is, that's very, that's. Very brain intensive. That's very mentally <laughs> intensive. That's what I'm saying. Like this is a, an extraordinary human being, but no one's going to look at him like that. But I mean, to be able to do that, if you tried to do that, you'd be you look retarded. You look absolutely retarded, even trying to attempt to do it. Your left, whatever your non-dominant hand you try to do that with, you'd be so <laughs> silly. That's hard, man. That's yeah. that's just. Oof. Yeah. That's just that's all mental power right there, man. Also a lot of practice. That's a lot yeah, of practice. But that's the thing. Any yeah. I'm not gonna say anybody can do that, but a lot of people can do that if with practice and that you gotta develop your fit your physical body. You gotta be able your neurons gotta run from your brain all the way down to your fingertips to be able to control that like that on both hands, from both sides of your brain. Yeah, muscle memory, all that shit. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's just a person that had no fucking friends. Yeah, well. They just practice. <laughs> no, people like that, dude. That those are those people. Those are that's that's why these weirdos become actors, become musicians because they don't have any friends, so they can just if they actually have the mind to focus on their passion, they'll be you know what I'm saying masters of whatever they focus their energy into. Some people just focus their energy into fucking self loathing, and that's what the fuck they become masters at shitting on themselves. Should we put the Broncos game in the lower corner? <laughs> fuck no, I'm just making sure my shit's off. I thought it was I like, think more people should focus on karate. No, oh, yeah. Karate? Yeah, why Tai not? Chi? 
all that. I want to get into a martial arts here. So you thinking like uh, what's that shit that fucking Rogan does? Uh, uh, jiu-jitsu? Yeah, jujitsu. Jujitsu. Uh, that's a that's a combat one as opposed to like some of the other are more yeah. to bring your mind and body together. I thought jujitsu. I, I, I think all of them are because it's because I do my meditation when I'm uh, at the gym. Like so, Muay, Muay Thai is, I think maybe I think he does some Muay Thai. Right. Because I think that's a little more like body and spirit uh, combined yeah. with. I, the, like the I definitely like to learn a combative one, and then I do tai chi now. So it, I mean, martial arts when I was growing up, I didn't. I got turned yeah, amazing off. Amazing how hard I, that shit was to yeah, start. Yeah, but martial arts when I was a kid, man, I I got turned off to it because like every asshole that like wanted to like be tough took karate <laughs> and they would brag about how they did karate mm-hmm. and would pick fights with people and shit. And like I just I I didn't want to get into that crowd. So Cobra Kai never yeah, I was dies. Gonna say, <laughs> yeah. like, I was back in those karate so kid days. Like, even no, I mean, even yeah. when I grew up, it's like you had a lot of people, and then I met there was one kid in school yeah. that actually was like a legit into karate, but he was like the most peaceful one. Like he never got yeah, hot no. at anything. I had a friend of mine in high school, a real good friend of mine, James Gambino. He was a black belt, like a fifth degree black belt, nicest dude in the fucking planet. What I'm talking about, like, is in third, fourth, fifth grade, is like the fucking the one dickhead kid named Chad, who took like three fucking lessons at a fucking karate studio in the fucking mall. Tiger. Kim. And now all of a sudden he's coming up and he's like karate chopping motherfuckers in the back because he thinks he's tough now. You know, that's the kind. Of, that's when I was. So like, you uh, were turned off to an entire sport because <laughs> of a bully. Yeah, I mean, because I, I saw it a few because I just was like, if this is what comes out of this, I don't want to be a part of it. I mean, I turned the corner on it after meeting my buddy James and then now, you know, meeting a lot of people. Like, it's like UFC fighters. You think they'd be, I mean, some of them can be assholes, but for the most part, if you ever meet one, they seem like the nicest fucking dudes on the planet Earth. Like, everybody's nice until they're not. Yeah, but like, they're not picking fights with people. Like, they're just just being themselves and not like fucking around. Because in a situation like that, they don't feel, they're not, they don't ever feel threatened by normal people. Yeah. Like, if you, if you legitimately know how to fight. Yeah. Not just defend yourself, but like legitimately fight yeah, and fuck someone up. You're relaxed 99 percent of the time because no one poses a threat to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've lived a lot of my life in a similar shadow, just based purely on my size. That's fair. Yeah, I get that too. It's just like I, I'm an imposing, <laughs> like I'm taller, look bigger than people, even though I'm not. But a lot of people just sort of like, easy there, buddy. I'm like, what? What? Like, yeah. But would anybody try to pick fight like back when you were a kid or teenager and stuff? Would people try picking fights with you to prove how tough they were? Because like I fought the big guy. Oh, well into my early thirties. Okay, that's part of the reason I quit going to bars. That's fair. That's a good. That's yeah. Yeah, I just that. like take out the big guy. Yeah, I mean I'm not saying. And I'm not. Yeah. I like I'm not there doing any. I'm just like hanging out with my buddies, stoned yep. as shit, trying to eat my nachos when my green chili's still hot. <laughs> and some fuckwads like, hey man, did you say something to my girlfriend? I'm like, no. <laughs> but obviously, in half an hour, this is going to be a thing. <laughs> and then I learned, like, in my mid 20s, that I can take mo. I've never been knocked out by a person. This is not an open challenge. <laughs> uh, but I learned that I can take that first hit for you to get close enough for me to grab you by the back of the neck <laughs> and then hit you in the face with my elbow. Just the flat surface of my elbow, and that's basically the one-hitter quitter every time. Yeah, pretty much if you don't yeah. give their head room to recoil from it. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's an anime move when you just grab. <laughs> 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 and you just hold it there. You just let them go, and you just drop. <laughs> Game over, motherfucker. That's what you get. Yeah, you get, that's the thing. 
this, that's what people are saying. If you can take a hit, take the hit. Because the person got to get into you. Yeah. And because if you can, if you got a retaliation point for that hit, oh, it's over with. Game over. Yeah. Like, because I learned at an early age that I'm I'm perfectly capable of recovering from getting punched in the face. Yeah, it's so. I always think of that Mike Tyson lines. Like everybody's got a plan until you get punched you in the face. In the face it's the people that get punched in the face and just be like, "Yeah, no, I still got a plan." Yeah, yeah and man. that are like, yeah. "Oh, people yeah. don't." First, and another thing, people don't understand how debilitating fear is. Yeah, it zaps your strength, dude. I remember I I fought a motherfucker with that. That I motherfucker had me shook, dude. I tried to act tough, nigga. It wasn't in me. It left me. I was like, <laughs> I was like, nah, what? You, you put up the fist like, <laughs> dude. I couldn't even. Rules. I couldn't even. Do I? Do I'm telling you? That's what. That's why I know how dangerous fear is, because I'm not a scary motherfucker. This motherfucker shook me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I couldn't even be myself. I'm just like, I could even fake it. I was like, nah, fuck this shit, man. So that's why I'm Yeah, man, it's screen. like your body sending out the ultimate warning yeah. signal like, this isn't going to go well, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, dude, I don't know what you're doing, but we're bracing for impact. <laughs> this, this is the thing, and that that's a predator because you're giving off an energy. Like, I know when the motherfucker is afraid of me. So if I pounce on that fear, I'm a predator. But if I back off, then I'm like, okay, you scared. I'm going to leave you the fuck alone. Okay, so let me, let's examine the idea. Like, the, the person that had you shook. Mm-hmm. When I've had that same thing, it's I can, in retrospect, I can look at that and be like, that is my adrenaline kicking and that lizard brain well, idea I, that we talked about in the I'm first I'm trying hour, to go but, against what my... yeah, And it's given me that fight or flight. And it's saying right now, like... Uh, and so, do you think... Ba- like, And so, if I just purely acted on those, it would be irrational there yeah. wouldn't be thought it would just be attack at all costs yeah. die if you die live if you live kind of mentality do you I, do we then look at people that are in mma and boxing and other combat sports as having such control over that adrenaline because yeah. adrenaline you got to feel like adrenaline drives them to some degree but is it control of adrenaline or is it that their adrenaline doesn't fire the ways that what, ours would what you're trying to you're, it's energy. Yeah. Yes, it's control. That's what I, I tell people. I'm a lunatic man. I know how to disperse my energy in situations that allows me to disperse my energy. So in situations that it don't require me to do that, I don't get in trouble in those in, in those situations. That's what people like that do. But you can control it. Like I say, you can control that flow of energy any which way. You have complete control over every faculty in your body. That's why I tell people. That's why I say self-discipline is important. Uh, having... Discipline of what you eat, what you drink, all those things, it gives you discipline over your body too, the functions of your body. That's why it's important. <coughs> I think it's it'd be very interesting to control adrenaline that way. You because can, like for me, like I, I'll honestly say to a lot of people, it's like I'm a zero to a hundred real fucking quick when because my you're moving off goes, instinct. You move off lizard brain. That's the animalistic as, aspect of and it. And I have minimal can, sometimes I can actually f- play with it but i'd say 95 percent of that is i hit that and i become shaky try i shake try. when you when this when it's rousing up use your contemplative mind to control it and bring it under your heel that's the devil do you know what devil oh, means we'll, we'll, do you know what devil means do you know what devil means I, I'm, I'm sure i'm about to be educated because i don't have a meaning behind that other than that's what we call lucifer or yeah whatever but do you know what it is it's 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 the thing that makes you do the thing 
that you know you shouldn't do. You know you shouldn't let your, your anger be roused by certain things, but you do it. That's the devil. It's that thing that it, makes you, you do it. You let it. You let it happen. Exactly. That's The devil doesn't do anything. The devil lets you do what you want to do instead of what you know you should do. That's all the devil is. The devil's there. He's like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Fine. The devil made me do it. No, the devil let you do it. No, you, you did it. You let the devil. You let the devil let you do it. You do Have it. you ever seen Lucifer? The, the show? show? Yes. That's that's the whole thing. Lucifer's like, I don't do anything. He's just like, I, I'm just the person that you call on when you want to do something yourself, but you don't want to be responsible for what you do. That's all it is. And yeah, even in the mythology that of, of Catholicism, mm-hmm. or even in some respects, I guess, no, it's, it is Catholicism. Like, the fact that Lucifer ended up as the the leader of hell he he and his brother got into some shit and his brother's like fine you're in charge of this you're in charge of that it was literally a guy set like dividing up the company he's mm. like yeah you're just in charge hey, of this area hey james you have a wonder we talked about the lizard brain correct yes yeah. what's the most famous lizard you can think of when i say lizard komodo dragon ah this is why i hate you <laughs> it would be a snake it wouldn't be a lizard no a snake well, okay, let's say the most That's universally. That's a reptile, but a snake isn't a lizard. Well, a, a lizard has four legs. A li- It's okay. Well, reptilian brain, whatever. Then I would probably go with snake. Snake, okay. I'll give you snake. <laughs> In the Garden of Eden, okay, the snake. I, I see where you're going. You see where I'm going? The snake made uh, Eve eat the, uh, the apple, right? So that was ultimately that part of her brain overriding. So by inference, you're saying that when the Bible was written. By committee is sometime in 400 AD. Mm-hmm. This was. They actually respected the fact that there was like a lizard brain. Yes, it's all in the symbolism. You got. We have. You have to stop taking the Bible as his word and look at it symbolically. I never have. I always thought it was like a book of stories you learn something yeah, from. Yeah, people, uh, people, people take, it, take it literally, and that's what they... That's, yeah. And it fucks them up, and it's all symbolic of the things. And whenever you see... The snake was once... The, the the thing to rep it represented life, it represented everything that humans that was good about humans. And then something happened to where the snake did something, and then we made it the most vile, evil thing in human history. So ultimately there was this this conflict between the snake, because once the snake was like that's why you see the snake on the staff of the of the metal, because that was all about how it flowed, its life is constantly moving. Life is movement. The Hippocratic staff. Mm-hmm. Thou shall not pass. Yeah. <laughs> no one dies I here. I mean, it's an, it's an interesting idea because you have to assume, uh, because none of us were there, we can't mm-hmm. really understand how you come to the idea of the snake as the symbolism in that, but it has to be from a human that said, the snake made me do it. And it could be... The devil ident- made me do it. Well, it could yeah. be identified as, I know how a snake acts. And therefore, I acted like a snake. Go ahead, Bear. It is a symbol that predates modern Christianity. Yeah. before Christianity Bear. is the one that ultimately vilified the snake. But prior to that, in all tribalistic cultures, the snake was uh, held as like... Like in deity. Hierarchy. Yeah, exactly. Because like I say, it was... All, and then it's something... Cause it, it's but if all, you're building a religion to take over the world, 
you want everyone else's deity to look like a you bad guy. You want everyone in Ireland to beat snakes with a stick and have a mythical mm-hmm. guy that whistled them all the way. Yeah, and his name was Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's like you you really you have to know how to look at some things, man, to really get an understanding of why humans. That's why I stopped. That's that's what made me stop getting mad at white people, dude, cuz I realized like that is such a small nugget in the whole the grand scheme of things like racism do everybody goes through slavery everybody goes through physical slavery the bondage that we're in is psychological it's psychological and spiritual slavery is still happening right now slavery is happening right now slavery yeah. is slavery is technological now it's not even physical slavery dude, anymore libya Libya. Yeah. They're doing it in Libya right now. They ha- they have slave trades in Libya. But like yeah. I say, the slavery we're dealing with is psychological. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. It's psychological. It's it's you have to think like this if you think like this. And it's getting more. It's going to get more and more and more tyrannical as more people get more and more self conscious in what to believe. They're gonna have they're gonna want the biggest they're gonna want the people, the person that the most people believe, tell them what to believe because they're so insecure in what to believe that they're going to believe whatever the top authority tells them. And that's when shit gets really dangerous. And people that think differently will be villainized. Those are the people that, get, those are the people that always get hung. Yeah. Those are the people that always get burned at the cross. It's like, it's like uh, yeah. Mao when he had the uh, struggle sessions. Explain. The struggle sessions was basically what it's kind of what uh, a lot of people do now on like social media mm-hmm. where if you went against Mao, they would put a dunce cap on your head in the fucking in right in the middle of town. The whole town would and just come let in, everybody go at you. and just let everyone go at you. They would humiliate you. They still they take away your job. Like yeah. they were making an example out of you. Like, don't think like this fucking dude, because if you do, we're going to give you the treatment. Yeah, and that's but that's what they call the struggle session. We've always done that. We've always we've yeah. always uh, killed people in the town square. Now we just do it socially. The Twitter is the town square. Yeah, Facebook is the town square, yeah. and we just let motherfuckers go to go to town on your ass. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like and 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 you think because it's like now, because now you dictate to the Bible is. Jesus didn't die for your sins. He died because of your sins. He died because you were so corrupt. You killed a good man. To stay living your treacherous ways, so he died because of your sins, not for your sins. And that's what they—that's so yeah. they put the guilt on you, as in like, don't do this, because then yeah. well, that's just yeah. how they flipped it. That's they, because they it was he died, literally not for our sins, but he was a martyr in the fact that you all yeah. let him die for the shit that you all were doing. Exactly. Yeah. And now we'd be like, no, he died to save us all. It's like. Yeah, no, he nah, just, he died because he was preaching against taxes, and the Romans don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> ultimately, because of the the greed of the people. Yeah, exactly. The people outweigh the politicians. Whenever the people decide they want to do the right thing, they will always outweigh the politicians. But the politicians, I mean, but the people never do. The people always get into themselves. They become selfish, and they will always worry about themselves and about their safety. And when you when you're when you're afraid to die, all I got to do is threaten your life, and I can make you do anything I want you to do. That's why I say you got to get that fear of of death out your motherfucking heart. Because when worse comes to worse, if y'all really talking about this revolution shit, the motherfucker gonna kill you, and you afraid to die. What I got to kill you for? You afraid to die? I just make you do the fuck I want you to do while you living, but and just threaten your life every time you want to jump out of line. What if though? Like I get what you're saying. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. But what if they go after your children? That's just a, that's just a, that's that's. That's just part. Of, that's part of the gamble. It is what it is. But like, if they're like, yeah, hey. if if I find myself, because I'm the only one with children. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'll address this. If I find myself in a situation where it's me versus my children, yeah, 
something has gone so horribly wrong that I will die for what I believe in in that spot. Yeah, it's, it's what your beliefs are in that spot. And that's why I tell people, I don't like motherfuckers that's everybody's fucking friend. You cannot be a friend to everybody's a friend to nobody. You cannot be everybody's fucking friend. Because it means you don't stand for anything. You stand for nothing. You stand for absolutely nothing. Yeah. I may be an asshole to you, but I am who I am. You can rely on me to do the things I do, and you don't have to worry about me doing the things I don't do. Yeah. That's it. But some people don't understand that. Some people think that they have to be okay with everything and do everything a motherfucker's doing. That's how you get yourself in trouble. You ain't got no principles. You stand on to keep you out of trouble. That's what principles do. Keep you out of everybody else's trouble. Yeah. Uh, you're not wrong with that. And nobody even teaches kids kids this shit, man. Nobody oh, no. fucking teach kids any type of principles. Like, don't do this. Every kid, they, they always want to make a reason why a kid can do some shit that they know they shouldn't be fucking doing. No, you can't fucking do it. Well, cause parents, Absolutely, man. Yeah. But the thing about it is parents don't know. Parents, parents, parents are like, they don't have any contention for any whys. Why can't I do this? You have to tell them. Why can't I do this? Because this will lead you down a path you don't want to be on. This will lead you to ruin. Like, I can't stop you from doing this. But I'm going to show you what this has done to other people. Now, if you choose to do that, understand this is what you're choosing to potentially get into. So if you want to make that choice, then I fucked up somewhere. Because I wouldn't want you to make that choice. I would want you to make the choice that's going to benefit you more. Or particularly benefit you a lot more than that choice. Because we see what that does. We see what this does. So choose this. It's a better option. Now a child can say, okay, I get that. Instead of, because I said so. And that's the thing, man. I, I have always explained anything I could to my kids. Like from the minute they could talk. As soon as they could figure out that they could ask questions. Like if I didn't know an answer, my go-to is let's Google it right now. You like, I've never told my kids because I said so. I'm like, oh, this is why. Because then they're not just like, it's never an issue of resentment. Like, there's a reason behind it. I'm trying to think. And a lot it. of people don't fucking raise their kids because they weren't really raised well and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, exactly. that's how I was raised. I, see, and I don't, th I don't think I, I didn't have a lot of because I said so, except for when it came from, like, I, things that I would say disciplinary like don't <laughs> fucking light that on fire why because i said so because holy shit you might burn down the house i think at, in my time you have a great that's a great point to say it's just like well let's find out mm -hmm. let's yeah. talk about it. because one of my things was when i didn't understand something my dad didn't understand because like my dad was a little more of the the teacher in this mm -hmm. He, we always had an encyclopedia. Be like, well, let's find out what that is. You yeah. know, there was an internet at that point. And plus, sure. You know, and so that is an advantage. But I'm, you made me think about the idea. Is like, yeah, I was probably told don't do this because I said so. But there were a lot of times where it was just like, let's find out why. But what you don't, what people don't realize what you're doing with the child at that point is you're creating reason within their mind. You're, you're, you're giving them other options than just that one thing, and after that, they're lost. You're creating that ability to just, okay, this, 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 this. I think even better, you're training your kids to say, why? Through yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and be like, and, and, and I and can find out. To some extent, I feel really bad. Like, I owe my eldest an apology <laughs> because I taught her in a way to think that it ostracizes her from other kids to an extent. And that was never my intention. Because my daughter, like, she's, she's not one to fall for peer pressure. She's not one to go for dumb shit. 
if something is wrong, she will express that it is wrong, and but she'll want to know wanna, if it can be fixed. Kind of want to let him do some dumb shit, though. Well, no, and I get it, and she will. Like, uh, my cousin is the one that's going to get her into dumb shit, or my nephew. I mean, but the thing like about it, like, cousin. she'll have a mind to get herself out of the dumb shit. Yeah. Because she's raised like, like that. I, I have no fear of how my daughter is going to react to things in the world because she thinks beyond just this surface gut reaction. Exactly. Like this is the dopamine hit. I'm just yeah. going to go do this because it's fun. It's I, I tell you got to set up a mental coordinator of your mind. And that's the person that processes everything that comes out and everything that goes back out. You can't just instinctually react to things because, like I say, we were animals a long time before we were ever contemplative beings, and so your reactions are animalistic. So you may do something that's not in accordance with society that may get you in trouble. So you have to be able to process what's going on without these just immediate reactions. Right. I mean, mean, so to Bear's point, I just think that it's like you're teaching your kid to not think that there's just a gut reaction of like, don't do that. Yeah. I'll explain sometime later. Find out why. If you question like, should I do this? <laughs> Find out yeah. whether you should or shouldn't. No, I, 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 wasn't, I, I was not raised that way. My, the way I was raised was I told you so. Or not I told you so, because I, I said so. That's how I was raised. So then when I get thrown into the real fucking world, I didn't know what the fuck to do. I just kind of was just going with the flow. Oh, like I, yeah. I, like my mom, God bless her, she yeah. worked two jobs almost the whole time I was a teenager. Well, yeah. So I was just left to figure out the world with my own yeah. devices. I, the thing is, I, I, was. I had a mom and dad, and they, my, my dad did not do me any favors. That's, mm-hmm. that's the thing. I mean, my dad was there. He paid bills, but he wasn't there there. Like, he spent more but, time going to the bars. He spent more time, like, worrying about kids, like, that weren't his, like, my, ne- mm-hmm. like my cousins and stuff. Like, my, my, like, we turned out okay as as a group see that's and, and that, that the majority of the world it's okay and yes. they had parents that they were there they did what they were supposed to do but they were so in their own worlds that yeah. you were just kind of there and whatever your environment dictated you became but, I, but the things i made a lot but for my younger three siblings mm-hmm. I, I and my other brother ben to, to a lesser extent because he kind of just didn't give a shit i mean he gave a shit but like as much as a 16 year old kid could give a shit uh, he, uh, like I sacrificed like my entire teenage years to make sure that they were going to be all right Yeah. when that should have been their job, not mine. I'm not saying I regret it because they turned out great and I'm proud of them. Well, but yeah. at the same well, time, like I didn't get a, ch- I felt like I got robbed of a childhood because they were lazy. I mean, I hate to say it like that, but that's just, you know, but I don't know though, man. Cause, cause I, I look at that. I understand what you're saying, but that goes yeah. in that line with, we should let kids be kids, but then we want kids to be kids, but then we want them to be adults. We want them to be instant adults. But like you, but, yeah. but also at the same time, like you're making them grow up too fast. What is that? What does that mean? But giving them responsibilities when they shouldn't be having that at that age. When should you never have responsibilities? Not like not no responsibilities, but certain responsibilities. Well, what is the distinction? Exactly. The, the distinction is, is like you're 15 years old and you're fretting about a bill that my parents can't pay. Or you're or, or you're like, oh, oh I got to be home because I got to watch kids or, oh, oh, I have to, you know, like that's I mean, that's I mean, for a four, 13, 14, 15 year old kid, that's. I mean, to, it's one thing to do that sometimes, but when it's like their life, that's what that's not can I, good. May I ask what you basing this off of? Like, what are you basing off how a child should grow up in what conditions off of? Like, what is your? I mean, from like they should be able to like have 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 fun, do sports or whatever the fuck they want to do. Like, uh, it, it I be, thought you did sports. Barely. I mean, barely. Like, I I I only play baseball because like my brother played baseball, and then so you I, didn't want to play baseball. No, I did. Okay. I love baseball. But like I'll give you for like a perfect example like I played lacrosse mm-hmm. 
and for for a year, I was a goalie, and I broke my stick, which happens. It's like breaking a baseball bat. It happens. Mm-hmm. It's part of the game. I had to quit because they wouldn't buy me a stick. Did they not? Were they able to buy you a stick? Or they just not buy you a stick. They were they were able to get me a stick, but they would like, you know, like oh, I can't buy you a stick. Meanwhile, like there's like two thirty racks in the fucking kitchen. You know what I mean? Like so, their their priorities weren't yeah in a place. But I paid for that though. You know what I mean? Like, in what way? Not being able to play a sport that I liked because I they couldn't keep their shit together. Right. Their correlation is that their priorities were different than yeah. raising children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get that. I get that. Their substance abuse, but, or but also yeah. you can't. But, but I think you're looking at. And then whenever you, I ask questions about it, I get the shit beat out of me. Well, yeah, that's just that's, how that's, you can't. You you yeah. got them parents from that. That's just how they dealt with things they couldn't understand or comprehend. They didn't have an answer for it, so it made them frustrated. So they beat you because they're. Yeah, and you know, saying ignorant, but you know, but I, the whole responsibility aspect, man, I think that benefits you in the long run. Because I mean, my whole yeah. thing is like this: I don't, I don't believe this idea of treating a child like a child. I believe in you raise a child to be successful in society, and I think you yeah. do a child a disservice when you treat it like a fucking baby. But for the first six, seven, eight, nine, ten, or you treat it like in this this arbitrary idea of what you think a child is just playful, don't have responsibilities, don't do this, don't do that. No, because the world don't give a fuck about you being a child. Yeah, you better learn how to enjoy this shit as you go through it. You know, saying you can do music, you can do sports, because I think those things are important to yeah. develop as a person. But like this, this idea of just arbitrary fun of just not doing anything that matters. I don't believe in that. No, I. It's it, my whole point is that they did, that they didn't show a lot of like faith mm-hmm. or interest in my interests. Have you talked to your parents? I mean, my my dad's dead, so I mean, I tried to. Have you talked to your mom? Oh yeah, I talk to her all the time. Have you talked to her about these things? I try to, but she doesn't want to talk so about it. So you're all you're just basing these off assumptions from no. your perspective as a child. I mean, I'll bring it up and she'll be like, no. But so I'll, you, but, 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 saying, but, but no, but I haven't talked to her though. I've talked to, I, I have tried to. She doesn't want to have the conversation. That's on her. She doesn't want to but have it. But you haven't talked to her. So you're all, you're, I'm these trying to. That's the thing. But, but, but I'm, I'm my, not saying, I, I'm not asking you. The assumptions aren't just, just for me. They're coming from all, like all my other siblings. They saw it too. My sister saw it. My brother saw it. All my but brother, you're I, all taking it from the him. same perspective as a child. You're not getting it from the sports. You have to have that adult conversation with your mother. If you have, so, a, if you have a problem with your mother or your parents, I, you have to have that adult conversation from an adult perspective. Like, Mom, this is the way I perceive this. is the way. What was going on with you at this time? As yeah. somebody that has lived with Hamill for four, coming up maybe five years, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to say that by a wide margin, far more connected with his family at large than I am. And I've heard him have touchy situations where he gets hot on the phone. Yeah. With his mother, with his father while he was alive. Yeah. He is somebody that is not afraid to engage this. He just, if mom throws down like, nope, my mom's the same way. When I'm like, yeah, you did this. She'll be like, no, I didn't. It's like, where do I go with that? Do I just create an animosity no. that like, you, no, I just, okay, I'll try again another day. Yeah. And that's all. And I, and you I also would gotta, say that with you Hamill also that i understand that, that with him. But you also got to understand the perspective you have to come from to get the information you want. It's how you're approaching the situation. You got to you gotta have the respect that this is your parent, but you also got to have the confidence that I deserve this this point of view so I can at least have some type of psychological rest as to what I thought you were trying to do to me. Like, I mean, it, I'll put it, I, I, and I have had those conversations in the past, 
Mm-hmm. I have. Um, but like, it's one of those things we've had the conversation and then we're done with it. I'm just, I'm just telling you what happened. Yeah. I get it. I'm not really holding. I mean, I, I mean, there's some fucked up shit that happened like financially with my parents and me, like, and I did it to other siblings, like my poor brother mm-hmm. who wanted to buy a car one time and he had no credit to his knowledge. He had no credit, zero credit, like no, nothing mm-hmm. good or bad, just zero goes to buy a car. They, de- they declined him because he owed $3,000 to a power company in central New York. Oh, yeah, that's the story of the hood. Your motherfucking parents put a yeah. bill in your name and you can't get shit. See, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're, you're coming from this perspective of what was normal to me. This is just shit. With, so it was just like this outstanding, like, oh, my God, this childhood. It, it's just, it, it's, the, it's your perspective on it. Because the things you can't get a resolution for, you just got to let that shit go, man. I mean, yeah. You got to see the things that affect you negatively in your life now and just say, I don't have a resolution for this, so I'm just going to let it die. Yeah. No, I mean, but I, I've had those conversations with my parents when, they, when, when my dad was, he was alive. But like you know, I mean, it, it, but it, but it's I, just like, I, but it's like this. Yeah. I seen the way that interaction between you and Bear happened, yeah. and you blew up. So I'm assuming you you you. This is how it is when you're in situations where your emotions are. You blow up. You can't go to them like this. You got to go to them, and like I say, you got to have a we. It's a it's a respect. And it's also a courage and it's also a determination to get yeah. this information out of them. And it's a particular way you got. Because I had, like I said, I did it with my parents. I did it with my grandfather. I did it with my mom. Like I say, I told them, I'll take the family over now. You raised me correctly. I've done what you wanted me to do. Now it's time for me. I got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'll create a child that'll be sufficient enough to take over the family. What? I'm going to piggyback on this just a slight bit. Because like me and my mom specifically do not see eye to eye and i had a lot of the same experiences that you're talking about yeah i'm not i haven't i don't forgive her for anything she's done yeah i address it little by little but in reality all i care about is like i am now intelligent enough and worldly enough that i can actually sit next to her and have a conversation where she'll actually listen to my perspective when she gets yeah. hot about some shit, I can be like, okay, so what about this? And I take that as a W. Yeah, no, like absolutely. As much as I want to be like, why did you do this to me? Why were you like this? Why didn't you yeah. ever notice when I told you you were fucking shit-faced yeah. and being a fucking problem? Not even getting into that. It's too late. Yeah, I mean, again, like I said, I, I mean, I still talk to my mom like yeah. at least once a week. We. For like an hour at a time. Go ahead. It's just like that. I wasn't sure if you were stretching your armor. Is no, I've, I've legitimately wanted to say something for like 15 minutes, <laughs> and it's actually changed like twice. Okay. The current sorry. thing I would like to express, Hamill. Yes. I'm sorry that your childhood was shitty. That sucks. Yeah. But there's nothing you can do about it now. Yeah. So like dwelling on it, like having it in your canon of like this is this, it doesn't help you as a person advance in any way shape or form yeah i love you and i hope that you can let it go soon yes was the second thing or no is that no that's all i was gonna say what i was gonna say what i was gonna tag onto that is that there is a certain piece with actually understanding it and not holding it up with hate and i'm not suggesting that you do but there's like a really interesting thing that you like uh, that i've learned is just like yeah it happened Nothing what? I can fucking do about it now. Yeah, I mean that's that's the that's the thing. That's the reason why I'm talking about it is because the fact that like it did it did it molded me into a certain kind of person, mm-hmm. right? It's the reason why I'm a people pleaser. It's the reason why you know what I'm saying all that shit. 
It's because I, 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 you know, that that and it's that's a hard thing to fucking try and fix. Like I'm in, I'm almost fucking forty, and I'm just now coming to the realization that like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of work I got to do on the. On, Hamma, what yeah. is amazing is yeah. most people don't come to this realization oh, ever, yeah. literally ever. Yeah, seriously, fifty likes. And times. you're forty, man. There seriously? are people that Give people that Jay. die holding this, not. I'm just Jacob. This. Let yeah. me let me say this, and you yeah. ain't got to believe me. Okay. You get it, this ain't the end. When you die, this ain't it. Everything you do matters. Okay. Everything you do towards improvement matters. You are you have an energy that energizes your nervous system. That's who you are. Yeah. Your body will waste away. We're all just bodies. Okay. Yeah. But that energy, you're conditioning that energy to be better next time. So people get caught up in this idea that you have to be perfect in the span of 90, 100 years. Yeah. Trust me, you got all the time in the world. Yeah. But you just get a little sleep in between, okay? Yeah. It's like you got this is what you gotta understand about your brain. Eventually you see too much. I don't give a fuck how good you live. I don't give a fuck how good you are to people. Eventually your brain is just, I can't take it no more. <laughs> and so death is like, let's dump yeah. this bitch. It's like a computer. Let's dump this brain. Let's dump this body. This body wore out. I'm gonna get you a new body, a new brain, but I'm gonna put that same energy yeah. from back before. So when you come back, you come up with the same problems, them same issues. So if you're not confident, you're going to be born not confident. You're going to be, you're going to have to deal with that. Get rid of that shit now. Do the things you need to do. Forgive the people you need to forgive. Yeah. Work on the things you need to work on. I'm doing that. And that's what I'm saying. It's I a slow process. That's why I don't get oh, on you. Yeah. It, do, it may take you all this lifetime. No, but as long yeah. as you get a little bit better. But it's like I say, me and Carrie was talking about that. We can hear it in your voice. You're talking from your chest now. So you're getting confident. You're getting secure in what you believe and who you are. So as you open up more, you, you'll feel that energy, that strength. Yeah, and it's confidence. You can hear it. It's it it emanates from your voice. Do yeah. you talk about Hamill before, after you have good sex, after coming inventing yourself on this show? I talk about Hamill when uh, Carrie's crying because it, <laughs> it consoles. <laughs> no, we just Carrie's like me. Carrie's very observational, and we was at the when we came out to see you, and she's like, oh, she's like Jake is getting confident. She's like, you can hear it in his voice when you stand on stage. You're not bringing your energy in. You're pushing it out. Yeah, because usually you're you're in here, you know, but now you're on stage. You open up. You're just it. You can recognize those things. It's it creates a whole aura that you're giving off. Yeah. That's why I tell you everything is important. All that little shit you do when people ain't watching. That's the most important shit. Yeah, that I'm saying. That's when you do the best work. When you're in front of people, that's bullshit. When nobody's watching, that's the work you got to do. That's what fortifies the shit when you out in public. Yeah. So thought about this too. Uh, um. Quitting jerking off. Is that a good idea? I believe so. All right. Because everything you do, you train, you, you train your brain to be accustomed to something. Yeah. And so a woman won't feel the same because yeah. you have to try. What, a woman is trial and error. Yeah. Whereas jerk off is instant gratification. I know how to jerk off. I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Whereas you may fail with that woman. So you're like, fuck that bitch. I'm going to jerk off because I know how to get myself off. So you won't try as hard with that woman. Whereas you just go to the instant gratification because that's what jerking off is. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Ultimately, humans, you don't want to get used to in any instant gratification. That's bad for humans. That's slippery slope territory. Yeah. You have to be disciplined where you're like, I want to fuck. That's a challenge to you as a man. Go out and try to fuck legitimately. Yeah. Take the take the hits. Take bitches. Tell you no. Tell them call you shit. You'll get stronger and stronger every time you do it. Tell them to call you shit. Hey, well. no. This was, they gon' they gon' they mean girls are mean. And if you go out there and you don't have the right amount of confidence and humility, they gon' trash you or they gon' think you scary or some shit. So you gotta know who you are and know how to push that energy out in a certain manner to get their attention 
and you know what I'm saying, get the number or whatever you're going to do with them. But yeah. it's it's a trial and everything. I've just done it a lot. You know what I'm saying? So it's nothing for me to go out there and have a motherfucker tell me no. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I just go. It's a numbers game. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go to you. 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 I don't give a fuck. All y'all turn me down. That's fine. It's another day tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A new flock of women. It ain't no big thing. Don't think it's the end of the world. But yeah, we got to get out of here. I got to get to work. <laughs> <laughs>